Before we get into today's episode, we wanted to take the opportunity to tell you about our favorite brand, Orange Naturals. Orange Naturals combines the customs of traditional medicine with the latest scientific knowledge to bring you high quality natural supplements for the entire family. It's so highly requested in my house, and I'm so grateful to know that their products are formulated by care with naturopathic doctors and have over 100 supplements, tinctures, powders, homopathic, and topical solutions. So there's obviously something for everyone, for every age and every stage of life, from babyhood to the trying toddler Mm -hmm. and teen years and those humbling hormonal changes and beyond. I know for both myself and Natasha, there are natural remedies that we trust. And that our kids trust. When we lie and say it's candy. (laughs) So you can find Orange Naturals at Rexall, Loblaws, Shoppers Drug Mart, the Real Canadian Superstore, Fortino's, Sobeys, and the good old well.ca. So if you're looking for a natural health product for you and your family, be sure to check them out. Hey, beautiful beautiful souls. souls. Welcome to Mammology. We're your hosts, Natasha and Christina. We're two moms and best friends who birthed this paw baby to blow the lid off of the motherhood experience and rid mamas everywhere. Is that lonely? Am I the only one feeling this way? So join us every Wednesday in a new episode where we have candid conversations around motherhood, wellness, and so much more. Because being a mom is a huge part of who we are, but not all of it. We'll discuss hot topics, introduce you to awesome guests, and always sip a new drink to review and rate at the end of the show. Whether you want to laugh, cry, or take your own time out, we got you, boo. Look at us, two weeks in a row after a few weeks being off. Who are we? Are we back to We're the, so successful. Are we, <laughs> are we back to the old Tash and Means? Today, we are doing an episode that we do somewhat regularly <laughs> where we like to just like have a relaxed day and just zone into like our friendship and getting to know each other. You'd think that we know absolutely everything about each other because <laughs> all we do is talk, but we always learn something new in one of these. And we always say that... It's fun to do this with your friends. Um, so if you can, if you guys are bored one day, get some drinkity drinks and ask each other some questions. You know, yeah. it's like the adult version of like, have you, never have I ever. <laughs> it's like a live Cosmo magazine that you'd get when you were like 17. Yeah. That was always fun. I love those. It's hard coming up with good questions too. Because if you Google them, they're like, what's your favorite color? I know. And you know what's so funny? <laughs> This is so funny. Um, is we were doing something for work where we had to ask questions, and then one of the que- then we thought of like all these great questions, and then somebody on my team was like, "Oh, let's just throw in like, what's your favorite color?" And I'm like, "Why?" Well, Christine, that was one of the. It ended up, and let me tell you why I put it in. Oh, it ended up being so deep for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and I was like, wow. See, look at me being all judgy, and then it ended up being, and there's more to that question. Okay. That I'll add on to you giving me the answer. Okay. Okay. All right. I promise it's not as dull as it seems that it is. Okay. Okay. Ready? Sure. Hit me up. What country in the world best describes your personality and mm. why? <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. Could um, be a city too. Whatever floats your boat. I'm going to say England. Really? Yes. Only because when I think about. So you're cold? 
No, but personality traits, when I think of humor, I love a good British dry, mm. sarcastic humor. That, it is my favorite. That is your humor. It's not pretentious. It's not like they're coming off assholey. It's just dry and sarcastic. And ugh, like, I just love it. Every British person that I've ever interacted with, their humor, it just has me like double old, double over laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like England's fashion as well. Um, I feel like you can either go like super bougie or you can be like so out of the box and no one looks at you over there or like mm. judges you. It's just, I don't know. It's something that I like. Like sometimes I like to dress up and sometimes I look, like to look a little bummy. And I feel like the those like straddling the both worlds of fashion over there is just very much like me. Can't, not just one style. Right. And I'm obsessed with Tudor history. What's that? Um, it's like um, the kings and queens of a specific era in uh, the British monarchy. Monarchy. Sadly, I found out that I have like no British blood in me at all because I did ancestry. Really? Yeah, genetic testing. I really, I really, truly thought thought I would have something because I feel so connected to it. But nope. <laughs> so England, weird, no. I like it. Yeah. What about you? Well, I wish that I can like, I thought hard about this one. I wish I can say something that wasn't so obvious. You're going to say Italy, aren't you? (laughs) And this is very like personality based. And it's not, and I tried to think of other places that were like similar to my personality and I, I legit, I could not. So I feel like my personality can be split into two. Okay. Like I'm a Gemini, but I'm not, I'm not so similar to Italy and maybe not a lot of people know this Southern Italy, like the Amalfi coast, for example, is adventurous. It's loud. It's playful. It's authentically and happily it's imperfect self, right? That's the self. Like it's very like, I am who I am, Mm -hmm. accept it. I'm going to go party. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas Northern Italy, like Tuscany, for example, it's relaxed, it's quiet, takes time to stop and smell the wine. (laughs) (laughs) And it's always like searching for ways to better itself. Like it's just, that's just Northern Italy. So the South for me represents the young and free parts of me, while the North represents like the present mind and the ever growing desire to grow. (laughs) Okay, you're going really deep. And evolve. Oh my God. So... And no matter the South or the North, their favorite place is to be overlooking the sea with good company and a glass of wine. So, I mean, it's literally me. Hands up. She threw her hands up. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) I didn't want to have to say Italy, but it literally is me. It's like a lot of people don't know this, but like Southern Italy and Northern Italy, like sometimes they don't really like each other they're because they're completely mm-hmm. different people yeah. completely different people um southern italy just wants to stay in their ways be traditional whereas yes. northern italy wants to grow and evolve and i'm so i'm half half yeah so yeah that's my personnel that's your personnels and you're sticking to I'm it sticking to yeah. it that's okay okay mm-hmm. okay let's do one more before we introduce the drink yeah so, okay, what is the name of a song that always takes you to another place? How does it make you feel? So, it's a debate between two songs, same artist. Um, the artist is Incubus. It's a band. Oh, yeah? 
and <laughs> we've sung one of them before we have mm-hmm. and it's either one from their old album and one from their newer album so the old one is wish you were here yes there is literally like Ugh, nothing that just relaxes me and like I literally feel like I'm just like falling down on a beach and just like mm-hmm. completely relaxed and I just I love the song it it makes me feel it makes me feel like I'm where I need to be when I listen to it like right. if I'm having a bad day or a good day I'm just like oh, it's like yeah. an ah uh, moment and then the other song from a newer album it's called if not now when and it's like a song fuck like the the beat and the instrumentals of it was like very like i find it very profound it like you don't even need lyrics almost it just really like hits you and like makes you not question what you're doing but it it makes you like it makes me feel like i'm looking inward and his lyrics are always just on point on point like his lyrics are so beautifully like poetic and the song is essentially around like if not now when like mm-hmm. when are you going to do what you want to do like mm-hmm. and it's just a really really beautiful song and both of those songs again if i'm sad or happy like it just grounds me i and love incubus fucking love them mm-hmm. we've talked yeah. about them yeah i know it's a goodie yeah mine i have three okay one is i don't know any of them really yeah okay the first one is uh show me love by robin s like the house version. Do you know mm-hmm. it? No. You've got to show me love. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about Euro. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> oh, I can. Yeah. You. Yeah. So show me love has a special, unique place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mine and my best friend's song. Like every time we would go out clubbing, like that song would come up. You guys we'd, would go crazy. We would be crazy. Like we would be <laughs> off in whatever booth. And that song would come on and both of us would be just trying to find each other just so we could jump up and down and <laughs> sing. Yeah. So that one's one of my favorite nostalgic songs. And the other two are more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, dink a dink <laughs> Does it just bring you back to like childhood? My mom would always sing that to me Aww. and we would do the actions. Um, and she would always sing it to me. And now that's a song that I sing almost every day to my son. Mm-hmm. And the next one is a song that my dad used to only sing like the main course to me, which is like one or two lines. And I always thought it was a song that he made up, but he would always sing it. And the the song is called Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree. And it's by the Andrew sisters. And only as I got older, I realized the meaning behind it. And it's like, don't sit under the apple tree with nobody else but me. And Aww. it's like, like my dad singing it to me just you know like yeah. i love you so much or my daughter and knowing that one day i'm gonna go off and mm-hmm. make a family of my own and so now that i'm older and i understand what we were singing all those years and the meaning behind it when he would sing it to me is really really special so that's so sweet. The three songs yeah love all of those drink yeah okay let's do the drink okay so this one is a non-alcoholic beer. It's a raspberry sour craft beer. And I just love the, you know, I'm a sucker for like the look. Packaging. It's such a cute little pink can. Mm-hmm. So we're going to crack that open and let you guys know what we think. There she goes. There she goes. Oh. Other than your current skill sets, why do you think that you are hired for the position you are in now? I know exactly. Oh, tell me. Uh, a big, big part of it that they told me that they really enjoyed m- 
both my telephone interviews and the in-person interview, Mm -hmm. three interviews, can you believe that? Yeah. Was because I was empathetic. Um, So they just knew that I was like really in tune with my own thoughts, feelings, and emotions when I was answering questions and then taking into consideration other people's situations as well and how you uniquely approach like a different situation based on a person or, you know, their circumstances. They were like, you'll be perfect for this job in healthcare because you have to be empathetic right? to know what a healthcare worker is going through and the client's going through, um, but yet still be efficient in your job. Mm-hmm. So they said they love that about me. I think I even got teary-eyed on the phone at one point when we were talking about like her family and my family. And she's like, yeah, I could just feel that genuine sympathy and understanding coming from you. Mm-hmm. So it just makes other people feel comfortable when they talk to you. And I feel that way. So you'll be lovely. I'm like, why? Thank you. That's amazing. And good for them for like looking for that in an employee. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's so many times in like the health industry or like social work industry where the person or even daycare industry where a teacher just doesn't give a shit. Right. And so. like there was a time um, where I was in healthcare in another position in another company and my empathetic nature actually was one of the reasons why I almost, well, I didn't get hired for the role that I applied for, mm-hmm. but they chose a different role for me mm-hmm. because they're just like, that answer wasn't as sales directed as we would have hoped it to be. It mm-hmm. was very like sympathetic and wanting to understand who our client is, but right. we needed to be more sales driven. Okay. It wasn't like, it's probably good. You didn't get that. Then. It was perfect. <laughs> I'm like, actually, like I was upset. I'm like, I might be, I actually wrote an email, a follow up. I'm like, I might be empathetic, but mm-hmm. like I can get things done and sold. Yeah. Um, and they still put me in a different position. And like three months in, I'm like, Good decision. Thank God. Good decision, Thank guys. God. Yeah. Susie looks miserable in her position. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, no. If you could have any two two superpowers in the world, what would you choose? The first one has to be for society and the second one has to be for fun. Woo, just took a sip of that drink. <laughs> okay, for society, I would probably do telepathy and Telepathy is like a very powerful ability in altering or erasing someone's memories. Think like Men in Black. Mm. Well, there are more erasing memories, but you can alter someone's memories in te- uh, te- telepathy as well. And then simply making them uh, do what you desire. <laughs> now, the reason why I use this for the greater good, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's say someone went through something traumatic and, mm-hmm. like, no amount of therapy or something can get them past it. I think sometimes being able to help someone move past it or alter the way that they remember something mm-hmm. could in the end be for the greater good. I don't know if it'd be for society, but I think yeah, if for, for other people, do it for enough people, mm-hmm. it will better society where I'll be happier people. That's true. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't want to like read someone's mind or anything, but no, I wouldn't want that. No. A lot of people say that, but it's like, Trust me, you don't want to hear everyone's thoughts. No, I'm like with telepathy, like I can alter the way that you think. What's if you're a really negative, negative person mm. and I just let you see the other side of the coin, you know, and change your perspective on things? Yeah. Um, a lot of people we can help with that. So many people. <laughs> so that would be one. Yeah. And then another one would be for fun, shape shifting. Ooh. You know? Yeah. What would you do with that? 
I'm gonna be the <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> like I'm gonna be that couch so someone can <laughs> sit on me. No, shapeshifting. I don't know. I want to be a horse. I want to. I want to know what that experience is like. That's so cool. I want to be a molecule in a cloud. And, you know, see what that feels like. That's f- cool. Flower. Just mm. shapeshift. That'd be so cool. I never even thought about that one. What do you have? Flying, being invisible. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> See, because that's the one I would have chose if I thought about it. So I put the fun one would be literally ability to fly or invisibility. (laughs) I mean, you can't go wrong with those two, though. You can't. You can't. But if you do shape shifting, then I don't. There's so much more. I can be a fly and that's Mm -hmm. invisible, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can Mm -hmm. get into rooms and do things. Mm hmm. And then be a bird if I want to fly. Like, oh, shape, shape. I changed my answer to shape shifting. <laughs> and then the one for society would be ability to heal, whether that's physical or mental. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. With the wine. Right. <laughs> Always the wine. Always. Ability to heal. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The cure cancer. Ugh. Mental health. That's a good one. I also had weather manipulation <laughs> and teleportation. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how fun those would be like. I don't know. You shape shift into a plane and just go yourself. Yeah. Anyways. That's true. Shape shifting is a big one. How willing would you be to go swimming at a nude beach? Why or why not? Mm. I'm not for or against it. I wouldn't be like oh, we're in this country, like, gotta find a nude beach. But if I ended up at one and had a couple margaritas in me, why not? Check it off the box. So you do it. Yeah. Could you sunbathe there without any clothes on? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I think it would just be like the walking around. That would be weird for me. Right. I could definitely sunbathe. I can swim. But like, if I was going to walk to the bathroom or like to the bar, I'd I'd put a cover on me, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Would you? Uh, I've went topless once mm-hmm. because everyone else was around me was. It was quite liberating, but it took a lot. Yeah. It took a lot for me to do it. And walking to the water, I was very like, eh, yeah, don't look at me. <laughs> You're like holding them up. Walking back to my towel, I was like, <laughs> like covering myself up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but like, but fully nude. Oh, I don't know. No. Yeah. Topless. It'll take a little bit of, out of me. Mind you, this was years and years ago where I was a little more perkier. So now right. I don't That's know. What I, mean. I, I, enjoy, I think I would feel more better in like a bikini than I would right. nude. But we should honor our bodies in all their stages. I know. And like love ourselves, you know? Yeah. How liberating it is to just be. Okay. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? I didn't even need to prep for this one. Oh. A cloak or a cape. What? <laughs> Bring back the capes. What? Why do people wear capes? I don't know. <laughs> capes are the best thing ever. I feel like people wore them in the Middle Ages. Um, it was like a jacket of some sort. I really need to look up the history of a cape. Mm. But I would love 
for fashion to bring back the cape. There has been so many fashion trends that have come in and out, but the cape has not been one. It has not resurfaced and I am all for it. I think capes are just great. Is that is that why you wore a cape for Halloween? <laughs> Absolutely. And I felt so regal in that cape. <laughs> and a cape with a hood, I'd like to specify. <laughs> yeah, the capes that's, are... That's medieval Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah, it's pretty badass, I guess. One of the questions here on Google are, why do capes look so cool? Why? <laughs> yeah. You're so funny. See, I'm learning new things. You wouldn't want a cape? I guess. I would wear... I'm I'm not even lying to you. I would fucking wear a cape today. <laughs> I would. If it was socially acceptable, I would wear you a cape. You would like that. Just like hanging around your neck, eh? It looks so cool. Okay. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Why are we only leaving them to superheroes? You're right. I agree. We're royalty. You're right. Queen gets to wear a cape. Does she though? She does. <laughs> she does. Okay. What well, about you? Mine's different. Bell bottom? <laughs> no. God, no. Okay. They're trying to bring those back. I'm like, do you not remember <laughs> them getting soaked? I <laughs> Don't bring those back. Huh? No. Okay. So mine is like two. I have like one for... Yeah, mine are two. So one is I loved like, and I think that they're kind of back, but not really, not for like our age, are like platform shoes. So like think Spice oh. Girls. I had so many of those like Spice Girl vibe shoes in mm-hmm. elementary school. I love them. I loved how they like made me look and feel. So I wish I could bring those back. And then the other fashion trend would be like, um, it's actually called greaser so greaser fashion so think john travolta in greece mm. which have you watched greece yes okay yes so like that kind of vibe so like grungy leather jacket converse shoes white tee like very simple and like mm. you know yeah okay. yeah that's what i'd bring back all right fair mm-hmm. okay all right um Do you have to sleep with your closet doors or doors open or closed? Everything is closed and my, my bedroom door is locked. Wow. Yeah. I have like the childproof lock so that like it was for Leo so that he couldn't open the door um, if we were inside and he woke up early because he sleeps with us sometimes all the time. <laughs> and so now I just do it because I don't know. I know that you're not really supposed to do that in case there's a fire and fire guys got to get in okay but it just makes me feel safer so if you get up in the middle of the night i know you don't often get up in the middle of the night to pee Mm -hmm. i don't know why i know that about you (laughs) we have a bathroom in our room right Mm -hmm. i don't gotta leave (laughs) true yeah quite often our our closet doors are all open Mm. when i go to bed so if we were like rooming if we were roommates would that be a point of contention with you and i like would you be like natasha if we were sleeping in the same bed? Yeah. Like in a hotel room and like, I don't know, it was like an adjoining room or whatever. Would you be like, uh, can you please shut the door? Oh, I wouldn't be a bitch about it. I would just shut it and be like, uh, do you need it open though? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm always learning something about you. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like my mind is like, okay, if a burglar comes in, he's like ready to pounce and tries to open my door and he's like, oh shit. And then I'll hear him and then I'll escape through the window i have it i have it all planned don't worry (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on moving on if a movie was made of your life what genre would it be and what actor would play you 
My God, that one's so hard because I don't watch movies. It could be TV show. Okay, um, the genre would probably be a dramatic comedy. Because I mean, whose life doesn't have like points of drama in it? Like mm-hmm. not everything is fucking rainbows and unicorns For all sure. the time. Yeah. And then, I mean, you can't go through life being always like dramatic. You have to have like points of comedy in there. So dramatic comedy. That's what I put. Did you? I put drama slash comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And who would you choose to represent you? Okay. It's an older actress. So if this was like, um, hopefully I live to be a very old woman. Um, So if someone was portraying me in my later years, I would love it to be Jane Fonda because I'm obsessed with Jane Fonda. Yeah. I would say Jane Fonda. I just think she's just like, such a great actress and she's so lovable and she she does humor she does like humorous movies and yeah. she does um serious ones too so yeah her okay. i stick with her you so i chose um a woman and i chose a man interesting yeah spice it up a little bit so the woman that i would choose would be jennifer aniston because i feel like her way of expressing herself like as an actress you can tell is very much like her own personality it's Mm -hmm. like there it's like the same character almost for every movie but different Mm -hmm. um which is very like i don't know how to say i don't want to say like uh, like when she talks she's very like like she almost bounces every time she talks what's the word for that expressive expressive yeah and i don't know i find her very funny so I just feel like she would be able to kind of betray me in a way. Yeah. And then the guy that I would choose would be Vince Vaughn. I feel like he's somewhat similar in a way where he's very like, I can get in these moods when I'm with people and I'm very like outspoken or I'll just like go on a ramble, which he rambles all the time. He's He's been known when he does movies to just go off the cuff um, mm-hmm. and not rehearse, which some actors like hate. Like apparently him and Reese, him and Reese Witherspoon, they did that for Christmas movie. movie. Apparently she did not like working with him oh. because she's very like a type personality, likes to learn her lines, practice. And he's very like off the cuff, right? which is how I am. I don't like practice. I don't like structure. Like I'm very good with just Being, doing it. Yeah. So I feel like those two would be good. And Jennifer Aniston and him, Vince Vaughn did a oh, movie together. So good. And it was dramatic and there was and, comedy in yeah, it. Yeah. And I related huh. so much to both of them yes. in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So who is your celebrity crush? This one's hard. It is really hard. Because there's so many good ones. I have three. <laughs> there's so oh, do you? Yeah. See, I try to stick with one, but there's so many that I like. So one of my celebrity crushes is the old Brandon Boyd from Incubus. I, till this day, like, he's very, like, today, he's very, like, hippie, like, long hair. Like, yeah. he's definitely aging. So he's not, like, my cup of tea anymore, but I just have so much love for him either way. Yeah. But him, like, before. Um, and then, so, but the person that I chose, oh, I chose um, Charlie Hunnam. Okay. Yeah. So the guy from, um, Oh my god! What's that biker? What's that biker show? Um, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. So yeah, like when he when he's in movies, he can look very like GQ, but then he has this. But then he has this like bad boy side to him. So he has like both sides, and you can't go wrong with the accent at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. So yeah, I think it would. I would choose him. 
Mine are Jane's, Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. I just think she's amazing. So she's yeah. a celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles of recently. Really? Just of recently. I just love that he's so confident. When every interview he always does, he's so charming. Mm. He's so sweet. Like when he's on stage dancing and singing, like, man, like the guy can move. Yeah. He's beautiful to look at. I just, I love him. Um, and then I also have Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's that the uh, blonde guy that you always like. No, I know one of your celebrity guys. No, he, I, in, he didn't make the list. He, he didn't like, make the no, list anymore. No. This this Neil deGrasse Tyson. You probably see him on like social medias all the time. He's um a scientist, and he's also I think like the director of the New York uh, Observatory, like the the Space Center mm. there. And I just think every time I hear him in an interview, he's so intelligent. He has this way of speaking and making science really interesting for the younger generation, and then like sparking a renewed interest for science and like my generation i just think he should run for president in the Mm. states like i just think he's so amazing and if i had a teacher that was remotely like him like i'd be a different person (laughs) um and then jason momoa oh jason Mm. momoa was on my list too but i I feel like i always talk about him and he's so sweet Mm -hmm. when you listen to him like he seems so down to earth and like kind so is it my turn yours yours okay so let me make the most boring generic question. Interesting. What is your favorite color? And give me deep reasons why. My two colors would be pink and yellow. So we're doing two colors. Okay. Tell me why. Oh, you said give me your favorite color. It's okay. <laughs> All that matters is the reason. Okay. So I think pink and yellow are very different. So I went with pink because anytime I gravitate towards anything like like uh product-based packaging a, like even a, like a sweater or something pink just makes me so happy i think it's one of those colors that just is like full of love and nurturing and compassion and pink is actually a color that invokes a lot of strong emotions in people whether they know it or not mm-hmm. some people are very against um buying pink clothes for their sons or they think pink is too feminine so as a man they won't wear pink and um things like that so in just one color i think it can bring up a lot of controversy in what people think about it but i just think it's it's such a beautiful like i don't know vibrant color Mm -hmm. and then yellow i just think yellow is just so indicative of like a beautiful bright happy light and it just like lights up a room it lights up your face if you're wearing it it's just so positive you can't be you can't be sad with yellow, even mustard yellow. It's just I don't know. It's so great. Okay, so you said that you could not think of a deep reason why those you like those colors. Those are I don't think it's like deep. Do you okay? Do you want to know why it's deep? Okay, okay. So one experiment that this therapist did was around asking three very specific questions. One of the questions was what I just asked you. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's been proven that someone's favorite color and the deep reasons why is how they represent their personality to be. Oh, okay. So, so I'm literally sitting here listening to you say that they're bright, they're happy. They light up the room. They break boundaries of being of controversy. They, Oh, Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I'm literally you- sitting here and I'm like, yep. Yep. So they pick colors that they relate to of how they feel or how they want to feel with hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. Well, yeah. But when you were saying a lot of it, it represents things that are important to you. But mine was pink. Stop it. Yeah. And I answered this question before I knew why I was an- right. asking this question. So, and mine said, because it represents love, it represents kindness. And it's, I wrote, it's proven to invoke feelings of peace and cheerfulness mm-hmm. and just like good energy. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's literally all I want in life. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I, when I heard what the, like what the answers meant, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's like, that's how I want to be seen. <sighs> Pink is so youthful too. Just it's, think about like blush on the cheeks. Mm-hmm. Like it livens you up. It brightens you up. It like makes you youthful. Like a beautiful like pink lip is just yeah. so. I feel like it's it, pink is, um, it's almost has like a bad rep to it. It's like. Of course it does. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, pink. Like it's just as basic as it can get for like females. And how right. funny is it that of course the most like color that just seems so basic or whatever is related to feminine being feminine yeah Isn't and that funny uh, first of all to like pinpoint a color to be a gender specific yeah. thing is yeah it's just so weird to me like i love when a man pulls off like a pink dress shirt mm-hmm. or a pink sweater whether it be a dusty rose or a fuchsia so like salmon. <laughs> yeah i just think it's so like how can a color be controversial yeah you know you don't do that for blue no if a girl wears blue yeah you know yeah. so cool yeah insightful there's a there's do you want another question i don't think i wrote it down oh god do you want another question sure that, okay what is your favorite animal Ugh. and give me the deep reasons why I, this is a hard one do you want me to get mine it? yeah is it a horse a horse was on my list because I do love horses and then horses have always been my favorite yeah. animal, but I couldn't think of deep reasons why I'm like, they're beautiful. They're strong. They're, they're regal, free. Yeah. think, right. But I still couldn't like pick one. And then it just, it literally went to a dog. And I mm. said, I dogs would like, if I had to choose one animal to be with for the rest of my life, it would be a dog. And I'm like, they love unconditionally, whether right. they're like super affectionate um, they're very loyal. They're protective. Um, I feel safe with them, even if they're small. Like when I would go to sleep with Cody and it was dark, like even though he would be absolutely useless in a, if something bad happened, I just felt so much safer having him there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say horse or wolf. Ooh, tell me why. The wolf I just find is such a fascinating animal. I It's, um, and, 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 also, there's so many like references in society as like a lone wolf um, as well. But even though they're like a packed animal, I just think they're so highly intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a dog actually derives from a wolf. It was mm-hmm. just domesticated. I just the way that I like watch documentaries of like how they hunt, how they bring up you know, their young, the way um, they trek through snow, like they're just very intelligent animals that I just, I think there's something about them. It's just like undomesticated dog to me. And I think it's so amazing. Um, and then a horse, I don't know. Again, like they can be domesticated or they can be a wild horse. And I mm-hmm. think there's something that's really, really 
freeing about knowing an animal that can be relating to humans and love a human and help a human, but then also have that wild side to them that's like unbreakable. Mm -hmm. I just think they're so regal. Like there's just such a beautiful, strong animal. Both of them. Yeah. So the reasoning for that question And if you're listening along and you're thinking of your animal and if you haven't thought of your reasons why, just pause it and write it down before you listen to what this means. So from the same therapist, knowing your favorite animal and the deep reasons why, what attracts you to this animal? It's funny that you're saying all this. The animal is supposed to represent who your perfect mate would be. So you're saying that it would be someone who's loving and caring to to people, but then can also be wild and free. Mm-hmm. And like, like even just thinking about your husband, right? Yeah. Like he can be that person that is like driven and, you know, takes care of people mm-hmm. and, you know, does what he needs to do for his family. But then he can also be like, fuck it. Let's move to Costa Rica. Yeah. It's let's us, do baby. something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just, yeah, screw it, yeah. you know, so. Funny enough, uh, the three of us, we have a little, like, family saying. Mm-hmm. So me and him will say at the same time, we'll be like, Soros Wolfpack. And then and then Masio and the two of us will be like, oh, no way. Yeah, so we'll Aww. always, like, do a little huddle and be like, Soros Wolfpack. Oh, we all so do it. That's so cute. Yeah. So. Yeah, the wolf. And then my cat was named Wolfie. There's a lot of like connotations behind the wolf. Sometimes I feel like a lone wolf. Yeah. Very protective of my little impact. But that's so interesting. Isn't it? Thanks, girl. So you want a loyal, you want someone loyal. Someone loyal, protective. Yeah. Do you believe in love at first sight? I believe in lust at first sight. And I believe in infatuation at first sight. I don't know if I can say I look at someone and be like, I'd die for you. What about when you first saw Leo? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I you never loved, thought of it like you that. you loved Leo before. You yeah, never met Leo. exactly. I'd die for Leo when he was in my stomach. Yeah. I never thought. I, I was thinking more like mate. Yeah. And then I guess I do believe in love at first sight. Mm. Just not with like a, someone who's not my kid. I don't believe. Well, I just because I feel like when you love someone like deep love, like you would literally die for that person. And I can't say I would be like at a concert and see someone and be so attracted to them. That's like, I would die for you because I love you. It takes time to get to know that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a funny, that's a funny one because like the two most meaningful memories to me are with Bruno and seeing seeing Bruno and Masio for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing Bruno and just, there was something, it was like, it was like Cupid's arrow. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, he's the most gorgeous man I've ever seen in my life. Or it was just, I don't know. It was like, obviously I think that about him, but it was mm-hmm. more than that mm-hmm. when I saw him for the first time. Um, and I wouldn't say infatuation or lust. Cause I still was like, very standoffish with him because I do get creeped out very easily. So I kept him at a certain distance, mm-hmm. but there was something when I saw him that I was immediately like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. So was it love? I don't know. It definitely wasn't, a th- wasn't lust, but it was something, there was something there for yeah. sure. And then I remember the first time I saw Masio, mm-hmm. it was like, the, you are the most, and I'm sure many moms can talk about this, but I'm just like, 
it was just, it hit me like a Mack truck. I'm like, you mm. are so beautiful. Like you're the most perfect baby I've ever seen in my life. Like mm. it was just, I guess all those endorphins that hit you and that make you bond with your baby right away. I had yeah. that. I was like, man, this kid is everything. And so it's almost scary. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad yeah. it went that way. Cause some mothers don't feel that way. I know that's tough. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Those were all really, I think this was like one of our most deeper ones. Deeper ones. What are two of your family tradition dishes that you love? Let me ask you that. All right. You just asked me one. Cool, cool. Um, ask mine, yourself that. <laughs> fine. Um, I have so many, but I think the two, it's funny because the two are related to one of my grandmothers and the other one's my other grandmother. So the definitely one family tra- tradition dish that is probably the most meaningful to us is... Um, uh, my grandmother who passed away, she would make, she her lasagna was like just absolutely ridiculous. It was so yummy. And um, she would make a big one every time it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, like that would be like the dish that we would all get so excited for. And she actually left me her um, pasta maker. That's Aww. like so, it's like from Italy. It's like really, really, uh, it just, it meant a lot. After she passed, she actually had, uh, I don't know. I don't remember how many there were, but I think there was like three that she froze and she left for us. So very shortly after she passed, wow. it was Thanksgiving. And um, I went to my uncle's house and he had her big lasagna tray. And I'm like, what's that? And then I don't remember who it was that turned to me. They're like, that's that's Nuna. She left it. And I just started <laughs> crying. And I was like, wow. oh, my God. So it felt like she was still there. So yeah. Um, we are, we are having all of our recipes printed and we're all going to have our own. So we're going to keep up that lasagna tradition. Um, the second one would be uh, my other grandmother actually used to make these all the time. And it's like a guilty pleasure. I can eat like 50 of these little donuts in a row. They're called Frittels, F-R-I-T-T-E-L-L-E. And they're like, they don't look like donuts. They're just like random shapes of dough that are very that are like crispy on the outside and really soft on the inside. And she just like shakes it in a bag of white sugar and they're just so fucking good. <laughs> they just like melt in your mouth. That's yeah, so super touching. Mm-hmm. Let's leave it there. Okay. I really like that. Okay. Okay. I'll make you those donuts one day. Yeah. Well, that's our question and answer period is now yeah. closed. <laughs> closed for biz. I think those were really like, those were hard questions. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of this drink I brought us today? Very sour. I do love a sour Bev. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be actually a good mixer as well. Mm-hmm. I would like to see how it is on ice. I'm really into like cold icy drinks of the late. That. Yes. Um, but I'm going to give it a nice seven. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with a nine. Oh my God. I am not a beer person. Gross. Not like it would have to be like a Corona or a Peroni in like on a beach. Right. And it has to be like the vibe. Yeah. I can't just be like, Oh, watching TV and crack open a beer. It's not my jam, mm. but I really enjoyed it. It doesn't really feel like a beer. It feels like a, I don't know. I don't know what it feels like. It feels like a drink, like a, yeah. just a yummy drink. Yeah. So yeah, nine it is for me. Wow, very different ratings for the two of us. I know. Interesting. Huh. Not twinning there. Nope. Anyways. It's all good. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I hope you guys like did the color or the animal 
one with us and you should do it with like someone you know and don't tell them why and see what their answer is yeah um there was the therapist actually made this funny thing where she asked someone that she was on like a first or second date with and she said what would be what is your favorite animal and why and i forget what the guy said what animal but his reasonings was because there's just oh it was a butterfly his reasonings was, well, because they're just so beautiful. They always look so beautiful, mm. but like they kind of go away. They don't really bother you. And he was going on and on oh, about how no. is this just silent and beautiful creature? And she's like, I never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is a fair red flag. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just want her to be beautiful and quiet and go away when I don't want her around. Okay. Yeah. So. I shall do that. You shall never see me again. <laughs> yeah so funny yeah i gotta ask my parents these questions too i think it'd be interesting conversation starters for the holidays See, yes if someone brings up any questions about covid or politics be like what's your favorite color and why (laughs) (laughs) really get it you know it's a party starter for sure icebreaker icebreaker i love it oh i like that idea Mm -hmm. i guess that wraps up today's epi until next week hopefully yeah yeah they'll be next week they'll be next week actually next week is is it next week will be almost christmas true that (gasps) how exciting okay okay well i guess we'll talk to you guys next week later thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our pod baby please share it with others post about it on social media and leave us a rating and review to catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at mammology underscore co. Let us know if you're listening by taking a screenshot and tagging us. We'd love to say hi. Talk, Talk next, next week. week.